Hello everyone, episode 11, we're getting there, I'm excited, thank you so much for people who are following, listening and connecting, uh, I would love to hear more from you, know, you in comments, feedback and also if you know people who can contribute, expert people in the area of inner wellness because I'm going actually to start interviewing with people. So today I'm going to talk about a few steps that we can take to make a change because I can see people coming and seeing me and they are indeed struggling to make a change about, about the area that they are uh, not happy about or they plan to make a change or just some, you know, their emotional difficulties, anxiety, depression, anger, uncertainty, and they are aware that they need to make a change, but still they are failing because they don't follow um, the right process. So I'm just going to um, introduce couple of steps that we we need to take when we are going through the process of um, transformation or change, uh, which can be more helpful in this particular situation in the world that we are facing possibly with a lot of changes right now. Yeah. So if you're interested to know about the steps I'm going to introduce, then listen to this podcast and bear with me. You are not a drop in the ocean. You are the entire ocean in a drop. Rumi. Yes, you are. So today I'm going to talk to you about how we can step up in difficult situations. This is absolutely the opportunity. This is exactly the time to delve deeper and deeper into our fears, guilt, shame, distrust and just being conditioned to old beliefs. This is a time to be able to confront them, but not only confront them, we just need to learn how to embrace them. So we don't want to just hold back. We don't want to be held back from, you know, achieving who we really want to be and what we really are capable of this lifetime. So this is a time that I'm going to talk to you about how to move from survival to thrival state. So your history, whatever you experienced so far, it's indeed your gold. Everything from your past experience, they are your goals to make and build, build up your learning upon it. They are your past, but they are the goals that you can use for your renewal, 
for your newness and for your new self and new life. Okay, so I'm going actually to talk about some steps very, you know, briefly that uh, we can take to move from surviving to thriving. You know that for making any changes, the very first thing is just setting an intention. Intention is, yes, we need, we need, to, we need to want first what changes we want to make and then set the clear intention. But guess what? Sometimes we are really fa failing in this step intention without knowing. We think that we made a good intention. However, the intention and the way we, we use to set up intention, they are not really productive and they are not lasting and they're not efficient. Basically, the traditional and conventional ways of setting uh, intentions are not really productive. Why? Because the conventional ways more focusing, more are focusing on head. Okay, what do I mean by that? So, you know, it's discussed in the evidence that surviving is more related to having a stronger mind, being more inter intellectual, and certainly the result could be more success, which is good. But these, you know, characteristics are not always sufficient to thrive. If you want to thrive, you need to be integrated with your whole being. We need to be, you know, we need to, we need to be really warmly and kindly more vulnerable. And we need to be connected to our soul and our heart. So before, you know, setting an intention, we need to make sure if we are connected with this integrated being. Otherwise, the intention that we set is basically trapped uh, in our head. And what's the problem with that? The problem is uh, when we spend so much, so much time and we spend actually, you know, everything on head, we are repeating what we have learned before. And I think, you know, I think that can make sense to everyone. If I say, usually children are said, don't do that, don't be sad, don't be upset, be happy, be strong, uh, be in control, be responsible. Yeah, does it, does it make sense? I think this is basically what we, what we just repeatedly <laughs> talk to our children about. And in this way, we basically put ourselves or our children indeed uh, in, a, in a kind of fear, fear of, 
okay, I shouldn't be upset, I shouldn't be sad, I should be happy, I should be strong, I shouldn't be weak, I shouldn't be da-da-da-da. It's all about fear. So that's why, you know, when we, when we just, when we are in fear, we just get trapped on our head and just thinking and thinking and thinking more intellectually just to be safe. And thinking and finding the ways only to be safe, basically taking us to the survival mode. And the other thing is when we when we are spending so much time on head, we are more focusing on problem, not the solution. We are just trying to analyze, analyze, analyze the problem. Why that happened? What, what are, you know, the other aspects of this problem? Just why, why, why? It's more focusing on problem. And that actually can clearly can bring exhaustion, emotional exhaustion. So there is no resilience, no solution in this way. It's more about exhaustion. So yes, staying so much on head brings exhaustion. That's why we cannot set the best intention when we are exhausted. That's why it's not the best way to set the intention only by head. The other thing is when we are spending so much time on head, we are kind of trapped in our habit loop or um, conditioned beliefs. Good or bad, they could be good or bad. Sometimes, you know, we have really good habits learned from our parents or, you know, life or experiences, but not always. Sometimes they are not really good and they are really, you know, conditioning beliefs that can limit us to achieve and just get really what we, what we want. And the problem is when we, when we get back to our head, all we have accessible in our head are about these beliefs, these conditioned beliefs, these habits. So we basically create signals from these habits, these conditioned beliefs to our, our body. And again, these signals can make uh, another beliefs in the same circle in the same loop so we just we're just moving in the same loop again and again and again because our focus is so narrow our focus is basically uh, on our past because whatever you have in your thinking in your brain is about everything you experienced before. It's about all the noun reality. All the noun reality is coming from your family, what you have learned, what you have experienced, what you have been told. You don't you don't know the noun in your brain yet. Yeah? So if you
focus on your habits and your conditioned uh, mind and brain. Um, basically, you are focusing on the noun area. So you don't give yourself possibility to, to start something new, something which is not really noun, because you want to make a change. You don't want to just do the same thing that you did before. But the noun area is all about the same thing you have done before, or you have learned before, or you have been conditioned in. So basically, you limit your freedom in, in this situation, and, and your body drag you to, to a predictable future. Indeed, your environment is controlling you in, in, in this situation. No freedom, just being controlled by your environment, by your situation, by your um, just conditioned beliefs. So if you want to make, make the right intention to make a change, you need to go above, beyond these conditions. If, if you stay in those, you know, all past conditions, how come you can create something new? So, to make the greater intention, you need to connect with, with your whole being. When you experience a difficult situation, when you are in a crisis, when you are struggling with some uh, mental and emotional difficulties, you, you just want to move forward. You don't want to go back and you don't, don't want to just get stuck. You want to walk forward. So all the information you have from the past, all the information you have in, in this store uh, section, doesn't, doesn't help you, doesn't help you in this situation. So that's why your head is not helping you to set the best and greater intention in this situation. Because it's, it's basically fabricated in the past. Okay, so what should you do in this situation? I'm actually going to tell you to start, tell you a start with the question. And the question is, who am I in this world? Who am I? Who am I? So if you want to just answer this question with your brain, with your head, basically, just getting back to, to those, you know, habit loop and conditioned beliefs loop, you may just say, so I am, I am, for example, I am a sensitive person because of that, because of that, and those because, 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 they all they are all referring to your past experiences. They are all connected to whatever happened in the past in your life and whatever maybe not happened, whatever you have learned or you have been told by your parents, by your environment. So again, you are you are a slave of your environment by saying that because of that. So you need to be really free when you want to find out who you 
all. And to be able to be free, you need to understand your soul. You need just to get connected with your deeper insight. Deeper insight. And ask yourself, ask your deeper insights, ask your soul, what do you really want? And why you do what you do? Just start with these questions from your deeper insight. What do you really want? And why you do what you do? Or why you do what you want? And then trust. Trust whatever answer you get. Trust in your own soul, in your own power. That's the only way that you can get inspired, inspired by your own inner self. That's where the sacred part of you participating to set your intention. So you are responsible to decide to activate that part of you to develop a trustful con connection and communication with your soul. There are basically three things that, that can stop us from creating the best intention. Our body, our environment and, our, and, and time. Our body just, you know, maybe keeps complaining that I'm tired, I don't feel energetic, I don't feel up to, I don't feel da-da-da. Environment, okay, I have a lot of things to do. I, I, I can't do it because of that, because of this, because my, I don't know, my, my family get upset, because my friends get upset, because of so all the excuses from the environment. Um or the society or the community or whatever and time i don't have time and okay so if you connect to your soul there is no limitation in time no control from environment and no control from body basically we are getting integrated uh, with our body when we connect to our soul so to be able to create the best intention start meditation start meditation because meditation i think the, the i've heard that the word the term means becoming familiar with or becoming familiar to becoming familiar to what I can say becoming familiar to inner self. Yeah, a lot of people talking about consciousness and you know unconsciousness. They they may just say you know be basically becoming um, or just making consciousness connected to unconsciousness through meditation and just get these two become um, familiar to each other. But I would love to use the term inner self, becoming familiar with your inner self. 
So when you do, when you, when, when you practice regularly meditation, you, you get more space and opportunity just to flow, just to flow with your body, with your mind, with your heart, and most importantly, with your soul. And then you start basically to create your personality, your person reality, your new reality. Because you definitely need a new reality to thrive and to make a change. You don't want to just, you know, get stuck in survival mode. You want to go forward higher and higher and make the better changes that can get you to closer and closer to your true self and what you really want to be. So, yes, meditation that we just talked before about, just you can start with breathing technique, you can start, you know, which is connecting to your heart and come with greater intention. You may just want to repeat a very clear statement in your mind about it is possible for me to be healthy, whatever is your intention. It is, starts with, it is possible. It is possible to be more in emotional balance. It is possible to not be anxious all the time. It is possible, it's good actually to use more positive words if you can. So it is possible to be happy, to be healthy, to live fully. So turn on the creative part of the creative center of your brain, which is just the frontal uh, part, and, and then start to sink all you know, the knowledge and experiences you have more specifically about that statement. So once you just, you know, you, you clarify your statement, say it loud and sync it with your, you know, with, with the frontal uh, part of your brain, your mind, and then pictureize it. Just create a picture in your mind. Visualize it. Remember, you always need to keep your trust, 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 trust to, to your own, you know, deeper insight, as I said before. Okay, so once you know you were able to visualize and pictureize the new statement you created for your greater intention, then you need to feel it. You need to feel the emotion. Just 
scan your body and feel every single sensation you can find in different parts of your body. I would definitely suggest you check in with your gut because your gut is not only responsible to digest the food, your gut is also responsible to digest your beliefs, digest your thoughts, digest your problems. Yes, your gut is responsible to do these things. So a scan the feeling and all the sensations coming into your body when you repeat that statement that it is possible to be happy, it is possible for me to be healthier. Just feel it, all the sensation in your body, picture eyes, and give your body a sample of tasting it. What it, what, what it means means, you know, just just ask your body to taste it, to taste this feeling, taste happiness, taste be healthy, taste be free, free of conditions that you know you 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 built for years for yourself and your life. Just give a very tiny sample of tasting it to your body different parts of your body then you need to go to your heart and the very second uh, key you need is passion you need to bring passion as much as you can to your created greater intention for the change and for the thrive that you want to make. Passion comes from your heart, certainly. So that's why you definitely need to check in with your heart now. You need to go to your heart now and start talking to your heart. Ask your heart. How does it feel? How does it feel to be happy? How does it feel to be free? How does it feel to, to be calm? How does it feel to be in you know, control? How does it feel to be um, pursuing and following your dreams? Whatever you said in your intention statement for your change. To thrive. Just check that statement with your heart and clearly ask your heart. Because you you definitely need a very powerful passion before uh, before going to the next stage. And this passion comes from your heart. So just feel it with your heart. If you can, you can just give it a color or just visualize your heart and clearly enjoy the feeling. After, you know, you 
you find that you are really passionate and you feel you you just feel the joy of this thrival state that's where you actually feel integrated being with that intention passionate intention that's where you married your thinking with your feeling so now your intention is not coming only from your thoughts and your heart the intention is coming from your soul your inside and your heart so the next stage is when you need courage and commitment to do it to act on it because we can just live in uh, intention and passion forever if you don't go through the next step yeah that happened actually to many of us including myself yeah for many years i just i was just you know imagining and thinking and dreaming the things that i wanted and it took me quite a few you know years and um, hard work to get to the action which is a very important step that's the, that's actually the, the step that you really thrive okay so to be able to go to the step of action you need your gut why because courage is coming from your gut commitment braveness boundaries consistency they are coming from your gut that's why actually people say gut is your second brain sometimes and we know that you know a lot of uh, neurotransmitters are you know that not not 100 percent but um the substantial amount of neurotransmitters like you know serotonin um, is you know secreted through gut and gut also is absolutely responsible to give you the courage give you give you the brave give you the gut you know to do it and the commitment the consistency so you need to check it with your gut and see how you feel about that statement and that intention in your gut how do you feel if you if you have any um any different feeling just acknowledge it like a butterfly feeling or whatever just acknowledge it just acknowledge and embrace it we don't want to reject them we don't want to attack them we don't want to deny them just embrace them so that's when you can have all the intention passion and your courage and commitment and consistency all integrated into your highest soul quest and your highest heart desire to thrive in every single situation.
difficult times always are really good opportunities for us to make these real shift happen from the survival mood, survival state to the thriver state. I would definitely, that is actually something that I experienced myself not once, not twice, so often in my life. And also I witnessed others, you know, doing my professional work that we cannot definitely grow in comfort zone. We cannot achieve the real, you know, enlightening before passing through the darkness. It's about duality, it's about oneness. We don't want to reject the darkness. We have to accept it and we need to go through it. So it's difficult time. It's, I know this time is, is so uh, difficult, it's challenging. And for many of us who have already been experiencing some emotional challenges, it's going to be harder now. Um, if we are struggling with other issues, health issues or relationship issues or, you know, issues in our workplaces, that's going to be absolutely more highlighted and, you know, more intense. However, just, just believe and trust that this is the path of growth. This is the path of growth and, uh, Resilience is not about tolerating the situation. Resilience is about um, just just rising above the care to thrive in the situation. That's that's my definition about resilience, because I certainly believe that resilience is so much about growth and about yes certainly rising above, rising beyond uh, the situation. So I was going actually to do a meditation today, but uh, I just talked too much. So it's just going to be too long to do the meditation. So perhaps next episode, um, I will do something, you know, just, just a very um, short, heart-focused meditation. And until then... Be safe, be well, uh, and also I really appreciate, I see that my last episode was um, uploaded for more people, by more people. Uh, I really appreciate it. Please, please, if you like any episode, um, just give feedback and just give me a, you know, five-star feedback in any, you know, particular platform that you are listening uh, to my podcast because that can actually help my podcast grow and um, just be more available for more people. This is exactly the mission. So my mission is just serving more and more people and just being in more connection to people across the globe. 
this is, I think, you know, something that I really feel that I have on my shoulder, you know, in my earth life, and I want to just do it. So thank you very much for your listening, and take care, everyone, and until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening to the podcast Inner Wellness with Dr. Naz Parsian. I hope you enjoyed and I'd love to hear from you any input, any suggestion and also your subscription. Thank you.